Check, check, motherfucker. All right, I got music, so let me get this fucking show started because everything just shuts the fuck off. All right. All right, big, 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 big shout out to my sponsors. Stickified, Gallery 448, Fan 561, Culture New York. That's right, check them out on Steinway Street. Shout out to C. Gomez 220 at loopcolors.usa. Check out Loop. They got the ill shit, especially if you're down in Cali, a lot easier to get. Carlos, what's up, man? We got to do something here, bro. You know, people in New York want the paint. Change that logistics shit. Big ups to my crew, Out to Crash. That's right. Give them a follow, Out to Crash. Big shout out to the brother, ZC1, the original. My man, Fiend, K-E-D. Knock them dead. BPLA, below poverty level. That's right. Hope all is well. Liquid Light Lab, Jinxa Lag. Jinxa was uh, actually with a funny comment. Yeah, I like the uh, the bleeps and the blunders and the poor quality of audio, but you keep it real, so fuck the audio. Thanks very much. Actually, when you listen to this so far, the audio's going good. <laughs> Watch it fuck up later. Uh, sick, WCA crew. That's wanna. Zen 3, my brother up in London, name 26, the brother Nemo, Seep Down Graph, Canning 14, Dref DMS, 30 Day Unlimited, JRC, Show No Respect, SNR Crew. All right. Shout out to everybody out there doing their thing. Everybody else out there, keep doing your thing. If you ain't doing your thing, get to doing your thing and all that good shit. And um, all right, now I got a bencher that goes by Rail Animal. And, uh, you know, we chit and chat and all of that. And I asked him to do the show and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, hell yeah, I'll do it. And he's like, uh, but is it a problem? I'm only 16. And I'm like, what? 16? Check out his page, Rail Animal. Got good stuff, you know. Puts up some good videos. He's got a YouTube channel. Be sure to check that shit out. Uh, I just find it amazing how a 16-year-old could bench the way this kid benches. I mean, pretty cool. Pretty cool in my book, but who am I? Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's get down to it. Let's go to the phone. Give him a call. I'm already late. I had to... Oh, never mind what I had going on, but you know how it goes. All right. Shout out to the Jungle Brothers. All righty. Phone, 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 phone. Where are you? All right. Call. Boom. We're dialing. Hopefully we hear it. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's working. Yo. What's up, Mr. Rail Animal? Sorry about, the, uh, sorry about the lateness, uh, you know, fucking every time I got to do something, shit pops up uh, last fucking minute. But, um, yeah, no worries. Uh, anyway, um, all right, so let's, I, I already introduced you as Rail Animal, and uh, explain yeah, yeah. to people that you're a, a young fucking bencher, and just wondering how the fuck you do what you do, 
I mean, I, I assume you go to school, I, you know, you, you put together good videos on uh, on the gram, throughout fucking uh, YouTube and all that other shit. Um, go ahead, man. Get to it. Let's let's start off here. Let's let's make it let's make it uh, uniform, you know, because you know people complain that I talk too much, my audio sucks, and all this <laughs> other shit. But you know, it's it's yeah. all it's all good. All right, so you you started benching back when. Uh, I think, well, I was first, before benching, I was sort of just, uh, in the trains. I feel like that's sort of a common thing for younger kids, sort of, is mm -hmm. just to be sort of interested in trains, but I guess I never grew out of it. But I'd say, I think I first filmed the train around, like, 2008, I want to say, and... 2008. Then, like, when I... 2008, yeah. that's, that made you how old? Uh, well... So I'm I'm like I'm 16. So what, in 2008, I would have been I would have been like four. So yeah. What? And At four? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like I wasn't. I was just taking videos, like probably like the worst videos you've ever seen in your life. Like I I could barely even point it at the train. Okay, so but, basically, what your father, your uncle, somebody took you there. I mean, explain. Um. <laughs> uh. So basically, my I have. So my grandparents, they live uh, up by, in Wisconsin by, like, a super busy, like, BNSF mainline. And the trains will, like, whip through, like, the middle of town, like, 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. And I don't know. I think I, uh, I just thought it was cool, like, these big, like, machines, big, loud machines moving, like, really fast. Um, I think that's probably what got me into it because none of no one in my family's really been into trains. It was sort of... Me, I was, I'm the first person in my family who, to, to ever have an interest like that. Well, I mean, I, I remember being a kid. I always had an interest in trains. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I at the time, I lived right across the street from a train station. So I used to hear the trains okay. all the time. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to, like, if my father was coming home from work because, you know, he didn't drive. He worked in uh, the city. He would take the train home. And at a certain time, I realized it was time for him to come home. So I would actually look out the window. And uh, it was the Elevated 7 train. And, uh, of course, it was you okay. know, full of graffiti and all of that. And that's when I actually got into trains. When I was a kid, I actually loved the, the, the uh, Lionel trains and things like that. So oh, yeah, yeah. I think every kid at one point you know, likes a train some way, somehow, whether it's, uh, you know, from yeah. a, a toy or maybe someone in the family has a train set, you know, put up on the holidays, who knows, but trains yeah, are, sure. trains are, uh, they're definitely a passion and I think to many as well. And, um, you know, who, who doesn't love the steel? I mean, I do, you know, so Wait, say that again. I, yeah. who, who doesn't like, like the steel or love the steel? I, I love trains. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm far from four years old, and, you know, it is what it is now. But so you, you start videoing and all of this stuff, and then you obviously come up with the, the, the screen name Rail Animal, I'm sure, because yeah. you felt that you were a bit unnormal, <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, I was just trying to think of something that, like, wasn't my name, because I, I don't know, I just don't. I just don't really like putting like my real name out there. And then mm -hmm. uh, me and my friends, we sort of just like sort of kind of act like 
kind of act a little bit stupid, kind of make a lot of noise, kind of like an animal. So that's sort of where that came from. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was just trying to think of uh, sort of a name that had to do with like benching, but just wasn't my real name. So that's sort of where that comes from. Okay. Fair enough. So <clears throat> this this is a question that I, 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 you know, would love an answer to. So you're 16 years old. Obviously, you're still in school, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how do you, like, are, are the trains, like, across the street your house or something? Like, how do you get all this footage and, you know, pictures of the graph and all of that at an age, at your age, where you're probably in school during the school year? Well, not now, obviously, because of the COVID-19 shit, but, you know, yeah, how, yeah. Do, you, how um, do you get it in? Well, uh, a lot of times, basically, whenever I, have, whenever I have free time, usually I have... Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, like a scanner, um, mm-hmm. and you can like program in like frequencies of like the different railroads and stuff. Because right. the line that I uh, I'm like close to, it's not. It has like re- usually about like four trains a day. It's not like super busy. Right. So I I, I sort of can't just like sit down there and just wait because I might be waiting for like five, six, seven hours. Like I've been waiting a long time before a train comes. So mm-hmm. usually if I have free time, I just turn on the scanner, listen. And, um, and then when I find out where he is, I find out when they're coming. And then I, uh, I actually, I recently got my license, but before that, um, like biking, longboarding, sort of whatever it took to get down to the tracks. They're not wow. real far from my house. Okay. Probably about like a like a mile, uh, maybe mile or two away. Now, is it just tracks, or is there a layup? Um. So it's yeah, well, there. Okay, there was a there's a yard. Uh, there's a yard, but it they moved it. They basically left the tracks here. So basically, not a whole lot goes on down there, and they made like a newer yard, like further out of town. Right. So they they'll uh, right now. There's some like tank cars there that are just in storage. They've been sitting there for probably like over a month now. And right. then they there's like some industries around here, and they park cars there. And then there, a switcher will come in like every like two three days and switch out the industries. But nothing would it like it, they used to build like full like a hundred car trains there. It used to be like a like a they also have like an engine sort of a shop where they used to fix up the engines, but that's all they don't use it anymore. It's all boarded up. So wow. that kind of sucks. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, the, the, the rail industry is, you know, is a beautiful thing, part of uh, history. And uh, it's amazing how they oh, just yeah. close shop and go build another one. I mean, it would be great if, yeah. you, if it went way back a hundred years where it was freight everything, you know, but, yeah, it's it's really a, a sad story when all the American businesses that used to once you know go by freight are gone. Yeah, you know parts in the city. You yeah. know you could see the rail under the asphalt. You know, but uh, all yeah. the buildings along the water and uh, stuff like that have nothing to do with it yeah. anymore. You know, you see freights going into a building which was once a mm-hmm. a, a huge industry. Now it's just, you know, a piece of metal in the street, which is still cool to see, but it's not what it was. Yeah. And that's that's the sad part. I mean, like like the post office, you know, keep hearing these uh yeah. 
these advertisements on vote for your post office or whatever, you know, to keep them going. The mail, the mail yeah. has been around for so many years, and it's amazing how the government could just say, fuck you. You know, when yeah. the, the post office was your way of life, seriously, you know, way back. Mm. How could yeah. you, you know, these guys are getting paid pennies per letter. How could you, like, not support, you know, and fund them to keep them going? You know, all these beautiful yeah. buildings, especially in Manhattan, you got these big oh, yeah. post offices on like uh, Ninth Avenue and uh, wherever else they got them because they're all over the place. You know, they're 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 mm -hmm. at the point where they're going to be closing down sooner or later. And uh, America just lets this shit happen. It's it's really fucked up. You know, before UPS and Federal Express and uh, DHL and all these assholes, it was strictly the post office. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, that's what happens. It's just like the uh, mom and pop hardware stores that uh, Home Depot opens up and blows everybody out of business. You know, there, there should be yeah. some type of, like, uh, give here. You know, you, you, you're taking money mm -hmm. out of people's mouths. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, Home Depot and Lowe's and all these other big stores. Yeah, okay, so they employ a lot of people. But did you really mm -hmm. need to kill the small people? You know, yeah, that, yeah. You know, that's the way I look at it. But then again, you're you know you're 16. I you know you may not want to even touch base on shit like that. But something that when you're probably you know 30 years old, guaranteed that shit's <laughs> gonna be gone, and you're gonna be like, oh shit, man, I remember talking about this shit on fucking Alski's show over there. So yeah. you know, <laughs> but so you get you got into this and you know you put together some nice videos you actually sent me one that i was Thank in you. and uh yeah at that point i still didn't know you were only 16 years old and uh yeah. i'm looking at your video you know you got the music going on you got the nice edit and and i'm like wow this guy's pretty fucking good and uh Thank we, you. you know we get to talking through dm and I ask you to do the show, and you, I remember you responding, yeah, I'll do it, and so on and so forth. And then you drop one on me where I thought you were going to say no, and I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> you know, what's he going to say now? Uh, does it really, is it okay that I'm 16? And I was like, what? I was like, yeah, well, you know what? 16, yeah, I really want to fucking interview you now because I want to see what the fuck it's all about. I mean, and I give yeah. you a lot of credit for being 16 and, and benching the way you do. Yeah, so, you. you know, what you, you, you went as far back as, you know, with your videos as a young kid and all of that. How did you get, I mean, do you, do you use a camera? Do you use an iPhone, a Samsung, or what do you use? Uh, well, for a while, I was just using um, an iPhone 6. And okay. it can record in like 60 frames per second so I can like slow it down because mm -hmm. a lot of the trains are moving so fast it uh, looks a lot better if you slow it down well, obviously. it also like has like yeah like built in like sort of stabilization so it's like real easy to get like smooth shots mm -hmm. but um, I actually uh, sort of around the end of 2019 I got like a actual camera and uh, that also shoots 60 frames per second um so yeah, that's what I use mainly to film. And then also the shots with the drone, I actually don't shoot those. I have two friends with drones. Mm -hmm. um, they sort of, 
aren't really into like the graffiti or the trains that much, but I think it's just sort of, it sort of challenges them. Like, cause the trains move in and they have to get like a good shot and they, depending on the spot, like there might be trees, telephone wires, and they, they have to sort of maneuver around all that. So I think, uh, it's like a video they game. Enjoy. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's fucking cool. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's great that they are willing to do it. Um, uh, I wish I could have more drone shots in my videos, but, you know, sometimes they aren't able to go out or they don't want to, and maybe I can't. So that's why there, there usually isn't that, that many in my videos, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what do you? What do you? That's why I use the film. What do you? What? What does like you know your 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 family say about you benching uh, freights? I mean, do they know why you do oh. it, or they just think you're just taking pictures of trains? Oh no, they yeah they know what I'm doing. They that we sometimes talk about it like not too much, but yeah they think it's they think it's pretty cool, um, like mm-hmm. the graffiti and all that. And well, that's know, cool. Uh, and you know they used to. They used to, um, you know, come out when I would like take videos of trains, so they would see it too. Right. Um, not they don't just see it like through my videos. I mean, now I, they don't really like. It's usually me on my own, or maybe like with one of my friends, but they don't go out anymore. But yeah, they. I always show them my videos, and I show them like all the pictures I get, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, they think it's cool. They think it's cool and all. No, that's good. So they support what you do, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hmm. Now, now with with Instagram and all, uh, your followers, uh, who you follow, is it a majority of benches or graffiti writers? What you know? Uh, how's that? How's that work? I'd out? say it's it's um probably more writers than benchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do follow a handful of benchers, definitely, but uh, I usually only follow ones who like i think like really have like some like proper work like i don't i don't like to just follow like any bencher usually i like to uh not saying like the ones i don't follow not saying they're not good maybe i just haven't found them yet but usually i only follow them if they they have like some nice nice flicks on their page right is there is there a handful of benches that you know you admire their work that that's why you follow them? Like maybe somebody you could name if you want or, uh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Griffin, the guy you interviewed, that's yeah. how you say it, right? Griffin. Yeah. 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 I is. actually, I actually met him, uh, up in Wisconsin by the, by the tracks, uh, uh, back in, I think 2019. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. super cool. Cause that was like the first venture. I've, Cause there's not a whole lot of ventures around here. So yeah, that was really cool. To, uh, I think he was out visiting family, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, yeah, because so, he's yeah, definitely definitely, him. definitely not from Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, Hoosier Boxcar. I don't know if you follow him. He posts a lot. He mm-hmm. definitely has some really good stuff. Um, geez, I'm trying to think. I don't know. There's there's a lot of good ones that I follow, but those are just a couple mm-hmm. I can think of. No, that's fair enough. Um. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Quiet Silence. I don't know if you follow him. He has some really good stuff. He's sort of from around the Midwest area, so he sees some of the same stuff that I see. Right. Um, now, are you technical yeah, with, with the lines? Like, you know exactly where that line is going through? Uh, no, but I, I 
recently gotten to like a sort of a group chat with a bunch of like rail fans who know like way more about the rails than I do. And they, they can like tell me a bunch. They know way more than I do about like when the trains are coming, what the trains are called, where they're going, the cars on them. Uh, so usually I only know, uh, like the line that comes through my city, that's the only line I really have like knowledge on. But if I go to any other line, usually I don't have a whole lot of knowledge about the trains or when they're coming. So but, yeah, they really help me out a lot with that. So how do you, how do you program in to a rail with the, with the scanner? Like, how do you go about that? It sounds um, interesting. Well, basically, to be honest with you. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, you, you can just, uh, for, well, what I did is I just searched up on Google, like Iowa railroad frequencies and it'll tell you like every single railroad in Iowa uh -huh. and then it'll list like all the frequencies and then you just program them in, uh, -huh. uh and then turn on the scanner and it'll, it can, it can scan like a ridiculous amount of channels, like way more than I will need, but right. yeah, it's really cool. So is it, is it a hundred percent accurate? Oh, uh, wait, like, what do you mean? By okay, that? so you, you tune into the rail that's, you know, a mile from your house. And, uh, yeah. you know, you get you get message of when the train is, you know, somewhere, obviously. And uh, uh -huh. I don't know if you have to calculate, if you know where they're broadcasting it from. But, uh, oh, you okay. Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> uh, well... Basically, the the railroad that yeah runs through my city, um, they have no signals on the line, so they run on these things called track warrants, which is basically they have to get like permission to proceed from like one point to another. Right. So, um, and during the week, they have they have like maintenance workers uh, out uh, like in various places along the line. And mm -hmm. so they'll get like permission to go up to like the limits that the, the maintenance workers have. Right. The, and then the once general he gets close, he'll like, mm -hmm. yeah, he'll like call up the dispatcher and say like, yeah, I need uh, a new warrant to like, you know, keep going. Um, so then he'll like say his location or like a mile post. And then, yeah, I basically calculate, like, how long it'll take to get from there to my city. Right. So then it's then it's very accurate when you're listening in. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, on the weekends, mm -hmm. on the weekends, there's, um, they're usually, the maintenance workers usually aren't out. So he, a lot of times he'll get a warrant from basically far enough away that my scanner can't pick it up because it can only go so far. So some on weekends, it's a little bit harder to catch because I won't always hear him being like, Oh, I need more track to keep proceeding. Cause he'll already have track like all the way through my city and all the way to the yard that he's going to. And so then, then it can get a little bit harder, but right. So um, how about, how about if you were in the yard, the actual yard before it closed down, and uh, you just wanted yeah. to hear who was, you know, going to, going to fucking lock into a, you know, a line to pull it out. I mean, d is it that in detail? Um. Well, yeah. Uh, they. Hmm. Good question. Uh, right? it's. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to well, realize you, 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 I mean, I'm looking at it as, okay, if I had a scanner and I yeah. went to a certain yard and I had their frequency, right? And uh, mm -hmm. now I'm in the yard and I turn my scanner on. Am I going to be, be yeah. able to pick these guys up so I know if someone's walking somewhere or if a train's getting ready to pull? You know, that type of shit. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, but usually you sort of have to, like, learn some of their terminology because they won't be, like, they sort of won't say stuff that maybe, like, the everyday, like, your average Joe could understand. So it can be a little bit harder to sort of understand that. But, yeah, uh, like, Let's say a lot. If they see someone walking on the tracks, they'll, they'll like call up the dispatcher. Sometimes now they don't always call the people in, but right. they'll be like, "Yeah, we got some trespassers at this mile post. Like, can you call the police or whatever?" And then the dispatcher will call the police, and the police will show up. But um, huh. yeah, did you ever so, hear anything like it, that on your scanner? Yes, yeah, I've heard that before. I haven't heard, I haven't gotten called in before, but I have heard multiple times I've heard other people get called in. But they don't always care. Some some crews seem to care. Others seem to just let them, let them be. Right. Yeah, it's not worth the paperwork, probably. <laughs> well, I mean... You know that's how that's how the city uh, the city works. You know sometimes they're like fuck that. I I'm not staying to yeah. do paperwork and you know uh, I guess I guess you have some that care and some that just care about the check. You know which really <laughs> I mean uh, you know like being a cop is is pretty hard because you you get paid peanuts and then you got to get involved in all this you know criminal activity and uh you know when these guys get killed it's like wow was it really worth fucking the the, the money i got paid you know like someone in the family like jesus christ you know my um my son is a is a police officer and he got killed and you know he only made yeah. that much money and because i think i think i think everybody's underpaid to a certain extent and uh, I, uh -huh. who i feel most underpaid is the school teachers you know. Oh yeah. So you know they they want the they want the uh, United States to progress, but how do you progress when you can't pay a teacher a a, a reasonable salary? You know, while yeah, you expect sure. the world from them, and most of these teachers go out of their way. You know, if they don't have supplies, they'll go out and buy shit with their own fucking money. I mean, I've he I've heard these oh, stories yeah, yeah, forever. Definitely. You know, mm. it's kind of sad. It really is. But um, yeah. back, back to the back to the to the yard. So I mean, a trespasser. Everybody understands that part. I mean, is there some type of terminology they use that you picked up on that you could share with us? Oh well, usually the trespasser thing. It's pretty straightforward for that. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, we got like three trespassers. One's in like a red hoodie, black hoodie, green hoodie. Yeah, stuff like that." And so usually the trespasser thing's a little bit easier to understand. Right. Um, but you should know, like, the mile post you're at because if you don't, they might be calling in, like, at some other trespassers. But, I mean, mm -hmm. if they're describing what you're wearing, I mean, it's probably, yeah, they're probably calling That's probably in you. you. I'm guessing there's... Well, yeah, now, yeah. Would a, would, would a train yard have a mile marker since it's, like, the end of the line? Uh, uh, well, uh, yes, 
yeah, they would. But um, the yard near me is not near the end of the line. But yeah, all the yards have mileposts. Yeah, right. But what I mean by the end of the line is is normally, uh, you know, if they're if they're if they're caged in. And, you know, there's only one way in, and then to get back out, you have to go back that way to link on to another track, is what I'm saying. So there would okay. be a mile marker even in the yard. And yeah, New York City Transit, I, I, know, I know where the mile markers are. The freights, I never really paid attention. But where, yeah. where are you looking? I mean, is there a pole with numbers, you know? Uh, yeah, um, on all, like, where the railroad crossings are, there's usually, mm-hmm. like, a silver box, and it'll say, like, the railroad's phone number, the milepost, all this, and then, uh, sometimes along the sides of the, of the tracks, there'll be a little number, or there'll be a little sort of sign with, like, the milepost on it, mm-hmm. um, and those are pretty freak, pretty frequent from what I've seen, at least on my line. So how about a railroad crossing? I'm sure. Um, I'm sure that has a marker as well because once the uh, yeah, yeah. once it goes down, I'm sure they're radioing in. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The yeah they have those. The I don't know if you have you ever seen those like sort of silver boxes sitting right by or near the railroad crossings before. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Sometimes, I don't know if they write the milepost on the crossing. I don't think they do, but yeah, it, it's pretty normally I think it's on pretty that much box. Always on those. On the yeah, box. It, on right. those boxes, yeah. Yeah, see, like, this is something I never really paid attention to, but it's something, you know, good to pick up on, and uh, maybe a scanner is the way to go, because, you know, even if someone's walking around in a layup or in, uh, you know, in a yard, you know, and then mm-hmm. the mile marker, if you're hitting something that's benched along the tracks, it's always good to know where you are, because if you have that scanner, yeah. now I'm sure that picks up everything in conversation in full detail with, you know, of course, their terminology. Uh, are the police yeah. directly linked to these scanners as well? <laughs> uh, I, no, because I don't think so. I mean, they can probably get access to it, but I, I don't believe so. Hmm. And also, um, they might not always call out a milepost. If, like, if you're in a yard, they might say, like, oh, there's some trespassers at, like, the west end of the yard or something like that. Right. Um, but, yeah, usually around here, uh, usually they're just calling out mileposts. Right. And that and that's because you're on trackside. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good to know. And people that don't know, it's good if they listen to the show and get that type of information. And what I find remarkable is you're only fucking 16 years old, you know, <laughs> and you know, that's pretty good fucking information for me, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, also there, there's like, a there's a, actually there's an app. It's called like, uh, I think it's called like scanner or something. They might've changed the name, but you can, I think, I'm guessing people just sort of upload like a live stream or something, but what um, on a on a cell certain phone locations? Right. Yeah, you can. It'll broadcast like certain areas. Like you could look up like your area that you you're near, or you could type it in, and some locations will have it'll just like scan a bunch of the different like there might be one for like St. Louis, and it'll be like St. Louis railroads, and then it'll list all the railroads, and it'll scan 
all of them at the same time. Uh, there used to be one for the railroad that I mainly bench, which is called Iowa Interstate, but it got taken down. I'm not sure why, but it uh, it had, I don't know, yeah, like I said, I don't know how it works, but it broadcasted like a way larger area than my scanner does. Um, hmm. but I'm guessing if you're around like a big city there, they're probably, they're probably, there should be some, something on the app that has the frequencies around you. If you're near a big city. Okay. Another, another question maybe you could answer now. <clears throat> yeah. People, people that don't know whose line it actually is. Cause what do you have? The, you have the CSX that owns the line, uh, uh, Northern, whatever the fuck they're called, you know, uh, Union Pacific and all these other companies. Yeah. Right? Now, I've uh-huh. I've seen I've seen uh, train lines have all different cars on it. Now I know cars are leased, you know, for a certain amount of time, and they do run on certain rails every three years. Supposedly, uh, box cars get shuffled off somewhere else, and you know that line gets yeah. replaced with other cars. So if you see a um if you see like a potash car, which we all know goes up yeah. into Canada, right? Um uh-huh. what line is it coming from? Because the, the engine pulling is the engine pulling always the owner of the line? Uh no. Uh so sometimes what they do for like certain trains is they'll run it to an interchange. So let's say it's like Union Pacific interchange with CSX and they got like a Union Pacific, I don't know, like a oil train and they interchange it with the CSX. Sometimes they'll just keep the Union Pacific engines on there and they'll just run it on CSX. Uh, so that, that, that does happen pretty frequently. I'm pretty sure. Right. But so yeah, now that see like engine. So now that conductor is actually Union Pacific going on, uh, CSX's airwaves. No, uh, they just uh, know that once they get to the interchange, I'm pretty sure the 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 like the Union Pacific guys would get off, but they just keep the engines on the train. Oh, okay, I don't know. so it's Maybe not don't want to be. It's bothered. not employees. It's the train. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it'll always be like the company who's uh, whoever's owns the rails that that company there people will be like on the engine yeah so offhand do you know like how many companies own rails like names uh other than union pacific and csx oh yeah there's i mean there's a lot of companies out there right okay guys yeah. shoot some off um, <laughs> enlighten uh, us enlighten us Okay, I'll just name some. Uh, uh, well, so like the big ones, the class ones, which are like the largest ones, that'd be Union Pacific, CSX, Norfolk Southern, BNSF, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas City Southern, mm-hmm. uh, Canadian National, Canadian Pacific. Mm-hmm. I think that's all of them, I think. Hmm. So that, those are all the big ones, but then... There's like you know short lines like the one I the line I bench is a short line and there's right. I definitely don't know all those there's so many out yeah. there. Yeah, well that's that's that is good to know. I also learn as I go, and you know by asking you questions, I mean don't get don't get it wrong that I'm putting you to a test because I'm not. 
what I'm actually doing is I'm trying to learn more and more and more because, yeah. you know, knowledge is great. You know, speech, being able to talk and be able yeah. to communicate is a great thing that we all oversee. You know, everybody mm -hmm. forgets about the little things, but little yeah. things like this, you know, to learn, I think is, is, is very knowledgeable and very, uh, it's like an asset pretty much. You know, yeah, or the more actually, the more you could said, the more you could learn, the better it is for you, especially if you're lurking around, benching, painting, yeah. uh, or even just fucking walking the rail. You know, you got mm -hmm. uh, people that just fucking walk for fucking days. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure yeah. if they had a scanner, I'm sure they'd want to know when a fucking freight is about to blow by. You know what I mean? Yeah, and back what I said about how. It's always like whoever's rails that are, their employees are running the trains. Mm -hmm. There is exceptions to that. Like if you're in a big city and like trains or like one company's interchanging cars with another company, mm -hmm. you you might see like a Canadian Pacific train on like in, in a BNSF yard. Like that may happen, but like trains like out on the road, like nine yards, it's like always the whoever's whoever's uh rails it is that's who's that's the employees who are on the engine so there is exceptions but yeah i, I remember one time uh i was out in uh, new jersey uh forgot the train uh -huh. station you know and i was sitting there and um i had no clue that right past that wall that you're looking at while you're sitting down waiting for the train to come in i never knew that there was a rail line on the other side and basically, okay. I forgot. I forgot who owned that rail, but when they came through, they made it known, and the <laughs> New Jersey Transit would have to wait on them because they owned the tracks. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like something that I didn't expect to like even encounter, but I have, and uh, you know, I was like, oh wow, that's pretty fucking cool. I mean, because if you really think about it. Um, the, the freight line has been around longer than any city subway. You know, you're looking yeah. at, uh, the New York city transit's been out for a little over a hundred years, but how long has it, how, how long is it prior to that hundred years has the rail existed? You understand? Because those those tracks have been laid down for over a hundred fucking years. And oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, before New York City had a transit system, you had freights. And those tracks basically were already there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now when you yeah. have the elevated, of course we know the elevated was, you know, uh constructed way later. But um like, for argument's sake, there's a part in uh, Long Island City, uh, a tunnel that goes from Long Island City into Manhattan is called the Steinway Tube. Now, Steinway, uh, way back in the 1800s with the pianos, right, their company, okay. their company is in Astoria, which is right there near Long Island City, and... Uh, Steinway used to um, put his put his uh, pianos on a barge or a boat or whatever it was back then, 
and they would send mm-hmm. out all the pianos, like for argument's sake, into Manhattan, you know, to uh, whatever theater uh, that you know they were going to. And basically, mm-hmm. from what I understand, in the winter, the waters didn't have as much salt as they do now. So okay. the issue that they ran into was uh, in the wintertime, it was very hard for them to transport their pianos. So since they had a shitload mm-hmm. of money, they actually owned that tunnel and put the rail in there to get their shit through. And I believe okay. uh, the circus of uh, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Uh, yeah, yeah. I believe to this day, they still walk those fucking elephants through the fucking tunnels. But now, after so many years, I believe Steinway had given that up to New York City Transit, which I believe the line that goes through there is the 7 train. So, okay. so many things, it's very, it's very knowledgeable, and it's like history is really fucking cool, when, when, especially when it's something you're interested in, you know? Yeah. So, uh, with, that, with that being said, as far as the rail goes, uh, another question I have for you, did you ever watch Hell on Wheels? I mentioned this a no, lot. No, I've... Uh, yeah, I've heard you mention that before. No, I have not watched that before. Well, basically, it has nothing to do with graffiti. Um, it's basically how it all started. How the Asians uh, had a big part of it, you know, like with the whorehouses and the, the liquor and all of that shit. Yeah. You know, drugs in general. And uh, you mm-hmm. had the two... Uh, the two uh, Rail companies, basically, what they were doing was one started at one end, the other one started at the other, and the first person to make it to the middle point uh, was the one that would get the next contract to continue building. And, of course, there was, you know, uh, abuse in labor, you know, people dying over the shit and... Who got their ass kicked? Who got fired? Who killed someone to get a job? And <clears throat> if you really watch the series, I, I believe it's five seasons. I I got so hooked on this shit that I I watched it all five seasons. I I watched it in maybe two months, and uh, okay. it's been quite a while since you know I finished it. I think I'm actually going to go back and start from you know season one, episode one. Because it was really, right. really that good in my in my opinion. Uh, it's something that you know anybody that's you know into the graph, the freights, you know, even track in general. You know, no track left behind. You know, should definitely mm-hmm. consider watching it. Of course, <clears throat> you know the first few episodes. You know, you really got to warm up to it because you you get confused on who's that guy, who's that girl, who's this, who's that. But as you start watching and you start getting familiar with all the characters and you know their name and conversations, uh, of you know, revolving around certain characters, <clears throat> it's really, you know, something that, that grabs your fucking attention that you really sit down and pay attention to. So I suggest you try it. And uh, uh, oh, another, yeah. another suggestion is uh, if you don't have who is Bozo Tuxino, you know, I, I think that's something you should get into as well. You know, get that DVD. 
because that's actually yeah, about um, the uh, the hobos and the freights. You know, the monikers. Yeah, I've there's I think I I think I've watched like a trailer for that. Maybe I don't know. I forget if it was Bozo Texino, if it was if or if it was someone else. But there's I don't know. There's some videos on YouTube of about like sort of the moniker guys and all that. I've watched a couple and yeah, they're pretty interesting, but I don't think I've ever seen like the full, I think I've just, might've just seen like a trailer for it, but right. yeah, I'll, I'll try to get, get my hands on that too. Well, do you, do you actually, do you like, um, bench like to a, a favorite thing? In other words, uh, that, that was said wrong, but okay. So we, we know you're, you're doing videos on the graph, uh, still yeah. shots. Do you focus more on the graffiti? Do you pay attention to the monikers? I mean, is there, you know, what what's your take on the graffiti writer and the moniker? Uh, well, for still shots, the camera that I'm using right now doesn't have great zoom. So unless I'm like right up next to the train, usually I can't get very good shots of the monikers. But um, once in a very rare while, when the train like stops here, I'll walk down it and I'll get little shots of all like the monikers on there because mm -hmm. uh, there's some there's some real old ones on there. Like I I don't can't remember the oldest one I've seen, but I've seen some from like the early '90s. I don't think I used to see one from the '80s, but I know they are out there still mm -hmm. running. Well, yeah, I mean if the train wasn't repainted, yeah, there's a good possibility that you will catch one uh there's also a good mm -hmm. possibility that some are so faded that you wouldn't even realize they're there uh you know yeah. being being that you know i you know uh graffiti writers like to paint uh i believe that you know there's times that monikers do get gone over but as you learn certain things about the rail and you know the culture of it uh you know, people learn to respect the moniker. And I personally learned the hard way, you know, in the beginning because I really didn't know much about it. But as time goes uh -huh. on, it's like, you know, I respect the fact that, uh, you know, a moniker uh, was probably hitting trains way before a graffiti writer. And uh, the hobo in general, I don't know if you could classify them as the same because today there's monikers, but they're not really hobos. Back way back yeah. way back in the day, these guys were actually writing messages from state to state, uh, like advertisements, yeah. so to speak. You know, there's work out in California. Take this line, blah blah blah. See, yeah. you know, whatever. And uh, you know, well, people just uh, riding the rails, saying uh, you know they do their moniker and they're like uh, you know they'll they'll label it uh, argument's sake Chattanooga. And uh, if that line goes to wherever, they'll put, you know, head into wherever. And uh, mm -hmm. to me, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty unique. And it's actually a system, if you really think about it, uh, because obviously there was no internet and no uh, phones for text messaging and shit like that. People probably depended on certain people with uh, a history of it that they would go down uh -huh. to the rails uh, to see what was left on that train, you know, so they knew uh -huh. what, was, what was out there for them, which I find to be genius, 
you know? And then yeah. I guess as time went on, you know, maybe the hobo died down. I mean, because I don't know if there's actually real hobos to this day, but I'm sure there are people that live, you know, running across the fucking country, you know, to get work. You know, maybe the old timers, you never know. Uh, I also found mm -hmm. it amazing that a lot of these monikers have age. You know, they're not young kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, I find that amazing. And I also find very amazing the, the rail fans. And what I mean by rail fans are the ones that actually follow the cars and the, and the motors, uh, not necessarily giving a flying fuck about the graffiti. And these people, like, put a lifetime commitment to that, you know, and mm -hmm. I find that I find that amazing, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. The the vandals, the graffiti writers, you know, those guys came way, 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 way later, and uh, I'm sure everybody had the uh, experience of, uh, you know, going over their monikers and then you know figuring out, hey, listen, these guys been here, or maybe someone, you know schooling them to that fact just like how when you start painting you know freights you know and you go over the numbers people are like don't go over the numbers you're fucking up the you, you, you know you're gonna blow the spot you're, you're fucking up a conductor yeah. and uh, you know you're fucking up their day basically is what you're doing and that's when they really get pissed off and that's something that I believe very strongly of like you know don't leave your paint where you paint you know don't make a mess there uh don't cover oh. the numbers because you're just fucking somebody up. And then that person, if he's an asshole, he'll be the one to mark it down. Listen, over here, this is where they're painting. You know, I'm getting tired of fucking trying to figure out what car this is. And that's when they bring in, you know, your authority. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here in the in the yard, that's sort of not really a yard anymore. But like I said, they do, do still park cars up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's cans they've tagged on the rails. There's like a container right next to the yard tagged on that. There's a bridge that goes over the yard they tagged under that. So it's here. It's like real obvious that there's people painting in the yard here. Yeah. Um. And they got they got cameras, but uh, they don't. As far as I know, they only have them in one spot, so I'd I'd be surprised if th just those cameras can see the entire yard. But yeah, here is, I don't think it's any secret that people are painting in the yard here. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, if you want it, if you want it to be an easy spot, you know, take care of it. That's you know, that's mm -hmm. the that's the best advice that I could give. I mean, people are always saying, "Don't leave your shit," you know, uh, pick up your caps, your cans, your. Uh, mm -hmm you know, your garbage, so to speak. So, you know, if you do go into a yard that you've never been to or, or a layup and you see cans on the floor, well, you know, duh, it's only obvious that someone paints there. But, you know, even that, yeah. I mean, you go to a spot and it's spotless, okay, you know people are painting there because if you're there, someone else was there before you. It's not like you fucking uh, discovered the world, you know? But uh, what it is is, I guess, uh, workers... Uh, that have a hard on for fucking you know monikers and benchers and fucking writers, you know if they realize that their location is that hot, you know you don't know what's mm -hmm. in store because I mean a lot of people I'm sure they don't give a fuck about that, you know I mean mm -hmm. if you just leave shit be and you know be nice and quiet and clean they 
you know, I don't think they're going to bother you. <coughs> have you ever, mm-hmm. have you ever had uh, an encounter that you were, you know, chased off, off the line? Uh, I've definitely gotten stopped by cops before, um, multiple times. Usually they just ask, you know, like, what are you doing? Um, I've never gotten like ticketed though. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, usually they're just sort of like, you know, why are you just sitting here? Like, I think one of them, I was sitting in my business and they thought I was going to try to like, I don't know, like rob it or something in there. Yeah, I don't know. They just, I guess it is sort of a little odd if you're sort of just like sitting there and maybe they they probably don't know about like benching and all that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've definitely had a couple run-ins with cops before. Actually, uh... On Christmas Eve, I was uh, up in up sort of northern Iowa-ish uh, on the Canadian Pacific and in like a real small town. So, you know, the cops there are like so bored, you know, they, they probably never get like any action. And you know, the guy asked me for like my name and my date of birth and all that because uh, it, it was like 1030. It was like 1030 at night and I was getting. I was getting some shots of a, a line, like there was a train backing into the yard, and he, I guess they hadn't seen that before, but I thought it was a little strange that I was out at 10.30, kept, uh, just taking videos of trains. <laughs> Did they ever ask you to see your, your camera? Uh, no, no. Now, I think they, they they looked up my name and everything, and they saw that I have no record whatsoever, and they just, yeah, they just left me alone. Hmm. Hmm. That 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 would be strange. Like, what would you do if they were like, "Well, uh, let me see what you have on your camera." I mean, you know, technically, I don't yeah. think they can, but they do. You know, would you comply or yeah. would you say, <laughs> "Fuck you, this is my camera. It has none of your business what's on my camera." Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the guy the guy was nice about it and all, and yeah, I, I don't know. I think he was just trying to do his job. And, uh, he <laughs> didn't he didn't hassle me. I mean, uh, you know, if they're just gonna ask me for like my name and like, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really care. He was, he was nice about it, so that was good. He didn't try to like make me leave or anything. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, I, I I've heard other people saying where they try to run him off the rail, and you know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it could be a pain in the ass. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, if I if I worked as a conductor or you know, like a spotter or the flagman or whoever, I mean, I guess I would be concerned. If I saw someone for the simple fact of their safety, you know, yeah, that's you oh, know, yeah. that's what I think. I mean, if I if I did work there and I seen guys bombing the trains, I I wouldn't give two flying fucks. And I'm not saying that because I like graph and I you know I am who I am. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just like I said. I mean, <clears throat> everybody's a kid at, at heart. Whether, you know, you're 10 or you're fucking 30, 40, whatever. Uh, people yeah. like doing certain things. It makes them feel good. You know, like uh, me, I, 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 love, I love the, the culture. And, um, you know, someone tries to, to tell you you can't do what you like to do. I mean, it is a kick in the ass. But if you look at it on the mm-hmm. other side, you know, and someone sees you, yeah, you know, there, there's something, some types of concern. But, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's if that's on a long stretch of track. <clears throat> May it be more of a safety issue. You know, if you're in the yard, I don't think the safety issue is 
as intense because if you're in the yard, first off, you ain't supposed to be there. Uh, you know, they know you're up to no good. But what uh-huh. I feel, what I feel fucks up a lot of things is, I don't know how it is by you, but you know, people break into these cars to 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 steal the cargo. You know, which uh-huh. I, I I find it kind of weird because. I remember one time going up to a car and the fucking door was open and I couldn't budge the motherfucker. So, I mean, maybe it yeah. was a rusty rail on there, you know, a rusty track, whatever the fuck it was. But, you know, when I saw that car, I was like, ah, that's 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 red flag for me. You know, uh, yeah. why is this fucking thing open? Uh, you know, was it just open? Someone reported and, you know, you're just like, all right, fuck it. You know, keep moving. Uh, yeah, I mean, like... The cars uh, around here, like in my city, I don't think anyone's trying to steal, like, potash or, you know, like, they. I think they have, like, plastic pellets in some of the cars or, like, s- sorts of different types of, like, acid and stuff. So Well, that, like, that's on here, the hoppers, yeah. right? Yeah, or, yeah. In the hoppers. Here we only get, like, uh, occasionally, like, there'll be a lumber car parked in there, and otherwise it's just... Uh, hoppers and tankers. We never get oh. anything else stopped here anymore. Okay. Okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder, like, um, you know, because the, the, uh, the door mechanism has a, a tag on it. You know, there's times that yeah. you walk up and you're looking at the car, you know, and uh, it's like, shit, this car don't have a tag on it. And uh, sometimes uh-huh. I say to myself, if they hear the fucking paint... You know, are they going to fucking mm. swing this fucking door open and jump out? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's so many crazy yeah. fucking theories that go on in a person's head. You know, I mean, come mm. on. How, how, how crazy would that be if you're benching and uh, let's say you lose your foot and then you smack your elbow into a fucking boxcar and uh, all of a sudden a fucking door flies open and you got fucking... Authority jumping out at you. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Throw you on the floor and shit like that. That that would be fucking crazy. I wonder if anybody ever encountered something like that because sometimes I'm telling <laughs> you, in the back of my mind, it's like somebody's got to be in that fucking car. Why isn't why isn't it tagged? Or why is that door <clears throat> open? There's nothing going on. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, is there someone in there? You know, there's been times <laughs> that. You know, especially at night, you hear the craziest fucking sounds. And I could swear that yeah. there's someone in the fucking car. <laughs> you know? And and maybe it's a fucking, I mean, uh, maybe it's a hobo, you know, just fucking sleeping and moving around. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's can be some interesting things around, like, rail yards and stuff. Like, the one here, I, there's a lot of homeless people who are around there. And, uh... Yeah, but train yard, there can be some weird stuff happening around there. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see anything in life normal. There's always some type of oddball shit surrounding the normal, so to speak, of, you know, the rails. Um, Mm -hmm. Workers, you know, I try to figure out how many workers they have on a, on a, on a line. So... I come up with someone at the back of the line. Uh, I mean, if it's 100 cars, is there someone in the middle of the line? Uh, how many guys are up with the conductor? 
you know, when they're flying through, I'm sure all of the guys are in the conductor's, you know, motor. Because I don't see anybody on the last car. There's no fucking caboose. It's not like the old, old, old fucking rail. So yeah. How well, many how many guys like, have you ever seen, you know, come to a switch where they manually got to switch the track? Um, and you'll see how many guys would you see uh, get out? Because, well, ninety nine percent of the time, there's there's just two. There's an engineer and a conductor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll see like uh, people. Uh, they'll like bring guys out uh, to like train them and stuff. So they'll sort of like showing them how it's done. So sometimes right. I think I might have seen like four maybe like three or four but that's rare like like i said 99 percent of the time it's just two guys right now the 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 guy that walks in front of the car what do you call him uh well the guy who like walks around uh like outside of the engine is the conductor and then like the engineer just like stays in, in the engine and like operates it okay so why would I mean, why would I know, why would it be why would the engineer be the conductor and the conductor be the spotter? You know, like the title it doesn't make sense. I would assume the conductor is the one that drives the train and a spotter, so to speak, would be the guy walking the track. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's like the engineer and then like, like, yeah, pretty much if you see a guy like outside of the engine, it's, it's not going to be an engineer. You pretty much. It's usually going to be the conductor. Okay. I know sometimes uh, if like they're working in a yard and the conductor has to uh, like walk like a, a long way. Sometimes there'll be uh, like a guy who drives around in like a truck and they'll like pick up the conductor and he might like drive him to the end of the line. So yeah, sometimes you'll see guys like maybe helping him out, but usually that's uh, just around like yards and stuff. Right. Yeah, you ever see you ever see a, a high rail truck flying down the track? Oh yeah, many times, many times. That's pretty cool. I remember when I was younger, I had a job with a. Um, uh, it was sort of a maintenance company. Uh, they did everything okay. from snow removal, tree removal, every everything you could fucking think of. It was like a, a company that did fucking everything, down to down to graffiti <laughs> removal too. Which was fun because I remember, you know, going to spots and I'm, I'm like buffing people I know, you know. They had this fucking chemical that you sprayed on the wall. We had this hot fucking water. Uh, uh, we had a water tank with a heater on it going through this big ass fucking power washer. You would spray this chemical mm-hmm. on, on the graph and you would let it sit for 40, 45 minutes. And uh, once the timer went off, you put this high pressure fucking you know, uh, hose on, a uh, power washer on, and you were blasting the paint right off of the bricks, you know? But uh-huh. I remember one time we had gotten, I can't remember the name of the line um, because it was way far back and, you know, like, yeah, I was interested, but I really didn't give a fuck about detail. Uh, we actually had uh-huh. to go uh, uh, get, uh, a tree fell on the track and, the track obviously was active because they wanted the tree moved, so they called the okay. company. And I remember going to a yard um, and jumping in a pickup truck without realizing we're driving into 
you know, the yard part, and the thing had fucking a high rail set up on it. I, I never seen it before. This was, you know, years ago, like I said. And uh, uh-huh. I was so amazed that this fucking truck went over the tracks and dropped the fucking high rail set up, and we're off. And I'm like, yo, how about if a fucking train comes and fucking kills us, you know? I was like, uh-huh. this is fucking insane. Yeah. And uh, it was amazing how we just ripped. And I'm not talking about 15, because the actual, uh, when you're in a high rail truck, the actual speed limit is 15 miles an hour. We were doing like 50, okay. 60 miles an hour in this fucking thing. And I'm like fucking <laughs> holding on for dear life. And I'm like, yo, dude, what are you fucking yeah. nuts? He's like, don't worry about it. I got the radio. Don't worry about it. I never forget. And uh, the guy I was working with, we, he was cracking up because he'd been doing this shit forever. And uh, when we got to the spot that we had to cut this fucking tree down, um, it, was fu- it was funny because I didn't realize, like, a few days prior to that, we cut through a fence and drove an excavator down there, not even realizing why. But when I went on to, to, to chop down, you know, to cut up this fucking tree... The machine was there to load up the the, the shit in uh, like a, a wagon on a flat, not the high rail truck, uh-huh. but a different flat. And uh, I was just amazed by the whole shit, how how it actually uh-huh. worked. And there was actually uh, a service uh, garage layup, you know, that mm-hmm. the tracks cut into this little building and then cut back onto the main line, and inside. Okay. Uh, this garage, it basically was the size of two f- two freight cars. And I was amazed okay. how old it was. And, of course, it was inactive. And, uh, yeah. you know, I could remember way the fuck back then how I was like, oh, wow, this shit is cool. This is way before I even attempted to paint freights. It was just, you know, history, historical looking. Was the history behind it, like... Wow, I could imagine the guys that worked in here, you know, what were they doing and where did they park their cars? Because there was really no sign of any parking lot, you know what I mean? Like, okay, hey, hon, I'm uh-huh. going to work. I'm going to be parked on this street. You know, I, I walk down the stairs and there's the fucking shop type of thing. Nothing like it, you know? So, yeah. you know, I like I said, I don't know if it's just me, but I really get into this shit and I really love it and... uh I love it more now than ever, and I just like the conversation with, you know, someone like yourself that uh, actually has stories about it and, you know, knowledge of it because uh, they always say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but that's not true. You learn every day. Every day you're learning something new, whether you realize it or not, and uh, the, the, great, the great thing about it is, you know, here, you're called the bencher, right? Uh did you ever consider yourself just a photographer? Uh, well, I guess kind of before I got into like the graffiti and I was just like taking pictures of the trains. Uh, but yeah, like, a, I guess I'd maybe not a photographer, but like a rail fan or like a foamer or there's, yeah, okay. but there's a bunch Explain. of names out there. Explain foamer, because I see the hashtag all the time. Like foamer, is that because <laughs> well, you're foaming out the mouth because you saw an old car? Yeah, mean, what is it? It's, it's, it's. I guess I don't, I don't. I've never seen someone actually do it, but it's uh, like fo- like when you 
someone who like when they see a train, they get so excited that they start like foaming at the mouth. It's oh, so it is like, that. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's sort. It, I mean, it's sort of. I don't know if anyone actually does that or not, but it's sort of just well, sort of like a. That's like when a you, funny nickname. To, yeah, that's like when you see a hot girl, uh, you know, a hot girl, and you pop a boner. You know, I mean, it's the same thing. I would assume. <laughs> You know, you see a nice one, and all of a sudden, you got a fucking chubby in your pants. I mean, you know, so I, I, that's what I assumed it was. I was like, okay, so what the fuck is a FOMA? There's nothing phony yeah. about a fucking train. So is it that the benchers, you know, hashtag it FOMA because when they run into a certain car, they're like, oh, shit, like drooling from the mouth, so to speak. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm glad I asked the question. You know, so that's that's your definition of a foamer. Yeah. Because mm. me, I never, personally, I never use that hashtag, but I do see it, you know, on a bench's page. Yeah. That's why I ask. Uh-huh. I mean, like I said, I could have asked this question years ago, but, you know, sometimes shit don't pop into your head at the time. And, uh, you know, now that I'm talking to a 16-year-old, that bench is pretty fucking good, in my opinion, you know, with the knowledge <laughs> that you have. I could only imagine... What it's going to be like for you in like 10, 15 years, you know, yeah. if, if, hopefully you'll still be benching. How much more knowledge are you going to gain from this? And of course, you know, like the notoriety of, of benching, but uh, mm. what like the, the reward behind it is what? Like other benchers knowing you like, wow, you know, uh, rail animal well. really benches good shit you know like people look up yeah. to you i'm assuming i don't know what what just, is it that you're looking what is it that you're looking forward to being a uh, bencher well that's a better question i, I think it's fun <laughs> i i personally enjoy like putting together videos um but also like i don't know i just think it's so cool how you can just pop down to like a set of train tracks it's just like a it's like a rolling art show like it's really incredible like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just I sort of like that how you you go down the line you never know what you're gonna see what you're gonna see you might see nothing you might see like a couple whole cars like you never know you just, you mm-hmm. just and, and you know it's coming from everywhere it's coming from like you know Mexico Canada right and parts of the United States like I don't know it's just like really cool to me and I just sort of like to document it because I want to like look back and see what I was seeing like a couple years ago and right. I, don't know, I just sort of like. Yeah, like looking back to see what I was seeing. So are you actually like learning what writers from where? Uh, because I'm sure I'm sure like if you if you post a picture of someone's work and that person happens to see you post it, uh, not necessarily you tagging them to your picture, but you know, someone's seeing your shit and they're like, Hey, that's me, you know, where are you? You know, I, I'm here. Where uh-huh. are you? I mean, do you ever get DMs like that? Um, yeah, no, sometimes a lot of times they ask me like where it was taken and you know, sometimes they'll tell you where they're from, but sometimes when I when I maybe I don't know the writer or I'll like look up their crew and like the hashtag with their name in it and if there's because um, I, I don't know I sort of like to see where the stuff or try to find out where the stuff's coming from right and I'll look up the hashtags and if, if I see like a bunch of their pieces and I uh, you'll like, feel I more comfortable hashtag, I, I see well like I see all their pieces and then if I see like the pieces on on walls a lot of times there'll be like a hashtag 
with the city. Right. If I see like a lot of the same city, like repetitively hashtagged, like it'll sort of like, oh, maybe this guy's from Cleveland, maybe this guy's from St. Louis. So right. sometimes I sort of like to try to find out where they might be coming from, and right. I use the hashtags to, to. But sometimes you know they'll tell me or stuff like that. But well, yeah, I, I, I remember know. I remember asking you where you're from. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's like a question that you're like, oh, shit, you know, who who is this guy? Where the fuck is he from? Where the hell did he get this picture? I mean, now it's, you know, as time goes on, you get to know certain people and you get to know where they're from. But uh, to be honest yeah. with you, sometimes I just forget. Like, I could have interviewed someone a year ago and I'll totally forget where that person was from. Am I a dummy? No. Uh -huh. It's, you know, life happens. You know, I don't yeah. write down every, you know, everything about where a bench is from, where they got my, my picture or whatever the case may be. It's just, uh, you know, with the podcast, it's sort of like documenting, you know, and, uh, yeah, yeah. it, you know, people that listen in, they, they, I, I think me personally, uh, let's just say I wasn't me and I was listening to the podcast. I would think uh, it's pretty knowledgeable learning about the culture in general. Uh, all right. He's having a bench, uh, uh, last week he had a, a you know a, a freight guy, a street bomber, the guy that bombs the street, and the guy that does the freights, or you know uh -huh. just a moniker, or just you know uh, maybe maybe a DJ or an MC. I mean, because I, I plan on interviewing everybody that's in the culture because you know uh, music goes a long way, especially like when you're benching and you got music in the background, right? You know, it's it's uh -huh. affiliated somewhere, some way, somehow. Uh, graffiti is linked with, you know, the DJ, the MC, the uh, break dancer yeah. from back in the day. The uh, kids on the BMX, kids on the skateboards, you know, it, it's all tied together some way, somehow. And um, uh -huh. I just I just like the fact that no matter who you interview or where they're from, it's there's similarities, but there's also unique things about each and every interview because... Not everybody's from that same town. Not everybody's on that same line. So that's what uh -huh. I find interesting about it. Like like you, being 16, I mean, I, I would assume that you would be more into video games. And I'm, Not that I'm saying you're not, but, you know, for you at, the, at this age, you know, what do you feel about the culture? Do you, do you agree that all these things tie together? Or is it just you with your videos and music and fuck the world? Uh, well, I think like all the break dancing and all that is sort of drifted a little bit like farther away from graffiti. But like, yeah, I, I don't know if you've ever watched like Style Wars. Um, <laughs> of course I have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that no, that's that was that's a super cool like documentary movie, whatever mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. But right. yeah, no, that that that's like one of my definitely one of the fav my favorite uh, like shows slash documentaries on graffiti that I've ever watched. But yeah, it was super cool to see how they sort of tie together. Mm -hmm. Well, but, I, I guess uh, maybe because now, I'm from New York, I feel that it all ties together because. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I was, you know, I was a DJ at one point as well. And uh, I really uh -huh. think that it goes hand in hand. You know, like mm -hmm. me personally, if I listen to like a certain old school hip hop, I mean, 
I try not to listen to it because that's like my trigger. I start hearing, you know, the shit that I like and it's like, okay, I want to paint. You know, back then it was, uh-huh. okay, I, I was street bombing, but, I, you know, music is a motivator in my opinion. Uh-huh. You know, I guess, well, music yeah, motivates in, in every type of form, I, I would assume, but, you know, more so with the graph, especially when you got hip-hop tracks that mention the graph, you know, that's, that's pretty yeah. cool. But uh, uh-huh. I, I do give credit to, to the benching, you know, people that bench because, you know, with the internet, you know, with the uh, reposts and, you know, the tagging of uh, the artist and shit to that effect, you know, it, it's, it's pretty cool because now it's more popular because of the, uh, the internet. But then again, the internet has its downfalls too because you got these keyboard thugs, you know, people that claim who they are, but they're really nothing. They're just somebody talking shit, you know, about, uh-huh. you know, because you know what I noticed as well? A lot of penches, I think, have more hatred towards certain graffiti writers than the actual graffiti writer having hatred with a graffiti writer. You know, I've noticed that and I've experienced it like... And I'm like, yo, dude, you know, you have no idea about graph. You're just taking fucking pictures of trains. I mean, you know, certain people, I think, overstep their boundaries. Not that, you know, their opinion don't count, but sometimes I think they take it a little too far where uh, you'll you'll have more beef with a bencher than you would a fucking writer. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a bencher's beef? I mean, uh, I've, I've wait, heard benches, a bencher's beef. Like, I've heard benches uh, call out other benches, you know, yeah, he claims he's this, he's that, he ain't nobody, you know. Do you, did you ever experience something like that? I mean, uh, being that you're 16, I hope you don't get DMs down the line fucking talking shit, but <laughs> it, it does come with uh, the territory. No, I don't think I've ever had anything like that ever arise. I don't know, I'm... I don't know. I would never like, like you know, like talk shit about like another bencher or something like that. Like I don't know. I'm not really into that. Like, mm-hmm. which is a good just, thing. He's doing. Yeah, I mean, like you know, uh, he's doing his thing. Like, just let him do what he wants to do. You know, uh, I don't. I don't really ever get involved with like that drama or anything like that. I like to like stay away from that. Cause That's good. Sort of like you said. Like, why? Like, if I get like in an argument with like a writer like i i don't i don't really i mean i guess i sort of do know but like i don't know it's like a complete benching and sort of writing are sort of like completely different things like i have no authority to like i don't know like talk about what he's doing because like i don't write I, I don't know what it's like to do that like i have no no authority to like say like what if what he's doing is good or not like i'm a bencher i'm not like a writer so right yeah well, that's, that's, what a, you're that's, saying. that's a great answer did you ever once think about getting into the graffiti part of it like seeing all this stuff you see all different styles um, you know what i'm saying and i'm sure you have some type of knowledge and you know you could put two and two together to figure something out did you ever like scribble uh, on paper like you know your name oh yeah oh yeah i've been probably drawing on like paper for around like about eight years like graffiti like on paper for around eight years but yeah n- nothing illegal i'm just trying to i i trying to stay away from that like I, mm-hmm. i'm trying to have a clean record not trying to get uh i mean i know you can get like jail time and stuff like that like i i don't know for me it just wouldn't i, I wouldn't want to take that risk so mm-hmm. i'd keep it 
keep it all legal. Okay. First, first, uh, first name that pops into your head when you're spotting somebody. Like, who, who is like one you see a lot of or your favorite? You know, quick, not, not nothing, def, you know, definite. Like, who pops up into your head? Uh, well, one of my favorite writers would be uh, M. Bark. Uh, mm-hmm. That's M B A R K. Mm-hmm. He like something I like about him is he has like good good tags, good throw ups, and he can do like nice pieces and stuff like mm-hmm. every element. And another thing I like about him is like he has like his pieces all sort of look alike, but he like sort of like changes it up, and he's he's always like keeping it interesting. And mm-hmm. that's something that I don't know. It's really cool to see like. Like, not saying if, if all your pieces sort of look similar, that's not a bad thing. Like, they all look the same. That's not a bad thing, but I don't know. I think it's just sort of interesting that how it, it all sort of look like you can tell it's him, but it's sort of every time you see it, it's sort of like switched up a little bit. Right. But, yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite writers. Uh, I have a lot out there. I mean, that's just like one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I see him pretty frequently. Right. But, like, also, like, Ichabod definitely another one of my favorites. What I like about him is like every single piece, like whether it's a tag throw up, you know, like a, his straight letters, all every single piece that I've ever seen by him, which I've seen a lot of his pieces, all of them look good. Like, like there's he's he really has a he has quality and he has quantity. Like I've seen so many of his pieces and never once have I been like, eh, that's not that good. Like it's, it's always, always on point. All of his stuff. Well, a lot of respect for that guy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he, he earned the, uh, the rail God, um, title. Yeah. And, uh, uh-huh. what I like about Ichabod is, is okay. Sometimes you get an ick. Sometimes you'll get Ichabod. You know, sometimes he'll yeah. do his skulls. I mean, he does a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they're just yeah, little and- pieces in the corner. Sometimes it's the whole fucking car, end to yeah, end, yeah. top to bottom. But what I like about Ick the most is it's a stamp. Um, uh-huh. Ick doesn't have to do a burner. You know, Ick doesn't need 15 colors to make his shit look good. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, 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 I totally believe in, you know, the bigger the better, obviously, and the legibility to me, I think, is more of a notoriety on the lines. Because seriously, think about it: when that train is flying by, you're going to be able to make out that that straight silver ick flying yeah. by. Now you get writers that do burners on there with like all these colors, and you can't even make out the letters. Uh, there may be a time that you take a picture of one sitting there and you're like, what the fuck does this say? You know, so uh-huh. I personally believe not because I don't do burners. I don't I don't think. Uh, listen, painting is a beautiful thing. But when you're on the rail, you know, something legible uh, goes a long way, you know, and I believe yeah. in that. And it definitely has the the numbers the years of experience to boot. And um, from what I heard, I mean, I heard a lot of things. You know, I, I interviewed some of his guys from YME, and uh, yeah. they have nothing but good words about the guy. You know, he's very humble. I mean, they're boys. Yes, I get it. Uh, he seems to be very ghost, 
you know, like low key. And um, uh-huh. I think that's what uh, people really chase as well because they're wanting to know him. You know, like, what the fuck uh-huh. is this guy all about? But, <clears throat> excuse me, he actually did supposedly uh, open a page where um, yeah. he just follows, you know, chosen few. To follow him, you got to request him. And, uh, yeah. you know, he said this is going to be a process where, uh, you know, it's not going to be like I'm going to post 10,000 pitches. And, uh, yeah, of uh-huh. course, I follow and I see that uh, he's been putting up benched pitches, not personal pitches of his own. So I, that to yeah. me, that to me is pretty interesting because this guy is spotted on the rail on the regular uh and, you know, I've seen benching pages that post so much of, of Ichabod. And I got to say, me personally, you know, shout out to Ichabod. Uh, I, I do believe he is the rail god, you know, the number one on the rails. Um, and, you know, my opinion, again, is that uh, his, his stuff is just, um, it's a trademark. More, more to speak, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where other writers like Embark, I've seen, I've seen Embark stuff as well, uh, and I kind of mm-hmm. like it because he's legible. But not that I yeah. don't like the burners and all of that. But seriously, yeah. when when you see trains flying by, it's kind of hard. Like you know, when you put videos up, if you're not really slowing it down, I noticed on your videos yeah. as well. The ones I notice are the ones that I. No, like I know this guy's style, and when I see it, I'm like, "Oh, that's that one." There's stuff that goes yeah. by that you really can't make out, and that's what I'm talking uh-huh. about. You understand? Yeah, no. I, I mean, think, it's just my opinion. Another, yeah, no. Another thing about him is, uh, I think people who know nothing about trains, nothing about graffiti, like it's so bold, and I think that's uh-huh. cool. Also, like a lot of people think that's cool, but like if if I were to ask my parents, like, name a freight rider, I, they couldn't name many, but I can almost guarantee you that's, like, the first guy they'd name. Like, <laughs> when I see, I've met people, like, who live by the tracks, and they're like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm taking pictures of the graffiti, and they're like, I've had multiple people, like, talk to me, like, who who's that guy who does, like, the skull with the ICH? Like, mm-hmm. not, like, it, it appeals to, like, an audience sort of outside graffiti, yes. which I think is like really cool. Absolutely. I, I got to agree with you. It's like, it's like when a potash car goes by it, potash is very easy to read. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, stamped across the whole fucking train up on the top. Now, people that don't know nothing about graffiti, they see potash. So right away they say, okay, that's a company or whatever. Right. When mm-hmm. a Nicobod goes by, Maybe those people are saying, well, what's Ichabod? Is that a company? You know, like people that don't know about Graf. Because like I said, his stuff is so, you know, those box letters, whether they're slanted or they're not, um, are very legible. The people that have no clue to Benchin and Graf, I mean, I would say that they see Ichabod and they're wondering what the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, yeah, I'm definitely. sure they could realize some of them are pa- spray paint, but like I'm sure, like fresh cars, especially up top to bottom, 
or, or maybe just an end-to-end, people are reading it like, well, what is that? What's Ichabod? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I kind of agree with it. You know, normally, yeah. normally people just don't pay attention because it's colors just, you know, streaming yeah. through the fucking line. But uh, uh-huh. that's why, you know, the, the, the bigger the better, you know, go big or go home. Uh, straight <laughs> yeah. letters to me, I think, uh, are bolder that get uh, noticed easier. And that's basically what you want. You want people to read your shit. And, uh, yeah. you know, like I said, that's just my opinion. But, you know, if you ask any other writer or any other bencher, I- I'm sure they kind of agree with that. You know, who doesn't like to uh-huh. see colors and characters? I- everybody does, you know. But yeah. uh, people, one thing that people don't realize, like maybe you don't realize it, painting a freight isn't easy. You know, depending yeah, on the no, location sure. you're painting, you know, uh, is it done in the day? Is it done at night? Uh, did this guy use a ladder? Did this guy, you know, do this whole car on a platform? You know, uh-huh. doing it on a platform is a lot easier than getting a fucking jetpack and going up and down, up and down, move it over, up and down, up and down, move it over, you know. So there's a lot of work put into it, and people don't realize painting the train is the easiest thing. The hardest thing is getting in and getting out, and the the homework that you have to do on the location. This is what people don't know. You know? Yeah. So, you know, think about it. You know, you as well. Think about it. Like, okay, so you're going there to take pictures. You run into the cops and they ain't going to do shit. They run your name. You're clean. You're young. Think about yeah. think about what a writer goes through when he's fucking, you know, hauling in a fucking duffel bag of paint. And uh, he gets encountered. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot more uh, fuck factors there. Yeah. So... Now, for the people that don't realize the the effort that people put into painting trains, you know, you should be aware of it, you know. And and you got to respect guys that paint the trains, just like everybody should respect anybody involved in it. You know, like I respect the Uh benches. I happen to love benches for the simple fact that, you know, you're putting time into, into this and you're actually bringing, your pictures are bringing memories to that artist you know he's like holy yeah. shit this guy spotted my car you know you, you you bring a lot to the table just like the moniker does and uh like the messages they portray and uh just like the writers uh-huh. you know all right this guy's a straight silver guy this guy uses too much pink this guy uses too much blue maybe this guy should use a uh-huh. different color listen there's criticism all over the place but uh everybody should respect the uh the uh the culture because there's a lot to learn from everybody in this and uh you know you're always gonna have your assholes you know in in all of it but at the end of the day when you put in a good day's work getting great shots you know that's your reward you know like writers getting up a nice clean one and you know getting home safe that's the reward but uh, the yeah. bonus of it is is the notoriety up and down the line. You know, that's, yeah. that's a big reward. You know, and when no, you yeah. noticed. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and around here, like the, the short line that I bench, they're, 
Not exactly sure why, but the the lines are so dry. I'm lucky if I catch one good panel on train, and pretty much all the trains are they're not like pretty much there's not really any like coal trains. It's all like mixed freight, so you'll have like some boxcars, some hoppers, but for some reason they use a very it's just they use I see a lot of the same cars like rolling back through and like there's a lot of cars like I don't see auto racks, I don't see reefers, I don't see most types of box cars just don't come through here. So if right. you if you're watching my videos and you see like a reefer that's I had to travel like somewhere at least like minimum like thirty minutes away to get that because right. reefers don't come through here anymore. Well, okay. And so when you spotted like shit like mine, obviously that wasn't on a short line. Well, or no, I mean my short line's like different than a lot of others. Like a lot of short lines will have like reefers and just like not mine, but. Yeah, your stuff. I I remember I caught one of yours on like a Canadian Pacific line and one on a Canadian National line. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I what I've been recently did a lot was there's a like a bus that goes up from uh, Iowa City, which is where I'm at, up to Cedar Rapids, which is like has a lot more rail traffic going through there, mm -hmm. and it uh, it drops off. There's a the bus stop up in Cedar Rapids is like right near uh, a yard, and there's a daily Canadian National train out of there, and it's only usually it's only like ten twenty cars, but the, it has like really nice like Canadian hoppers, and it has like a, like different kinds of box cars. So I'd be traveling like, uh, well, it'd take the bus probably about like uh, forty minutes to get up there. So I was spending almost like two hours to catch one train with like 20 cars on it so like for me around here or where i'm at like benching's way harder than it might be for a lot of other people like other people will be catching you know trains like 150 car trains with like 30 35 good panels on them but me i'm like here on my short line lucky if i catch like one good panel but i also think the thing about that is it makes me notice the stuff a lot more like if i was on like a a bigger line like i don't know i might not care i might not notice the graffiti as much because i'm uh i'm just seeing so much of it but here if i see a good piece like i don't know i really study it and i i don't know it's just so more interesting like i notice way more right. than i might if i was on like a really busy uh line with a lot more traffic shit running on it right yeah well, that's interesting. <clears throat> uh, the 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 thing that I I get a kick out of as well, uh, like in the beginning of it, was I really wasn't familiar with the process of uh, benching uh, and and monikers and stuff like that. It was more uh -huh. like uh, New York attitude, very cocky, arrogant. Just went out and just blasted away. And, uh, of course, uh -huh. through experience, you know, you, you learn not to do certain things. And, you know, with the going over monikers, trying to preserve it, you know, go around it, uh, taping numbers or just spraying around numbers. Or if you catch the numbers, you know, you fix them with the paint. Because <coughs> street bombing is totally different. You paint to destroy 
uh, freights, I yeah, okay, so you're destroying a freight, but not in that way. Uh, it's more like you're, you're painting, but trying to preserve and respect. Now, don't get me wrong. There's people that just fucking bombard you. You know, they go over certain people they don't care, or you got beef yeah. with someone. That's the fucked up part of it, but I guess it's part of the game as well. But, you know, yeah. when you're a clean writer, you know, with no history of beef, what I do notice is, is once you start nailing the line, you get the haters. Have you, uh-huh. have you benched anything that you've noticed certain writers uh, are going over other writers that you could see their shit in back, you know, or anything to that um, nature? Well, like I said, um, I see a lot of the same cars. They'll keep coming back. So I'll sometimes I do. I keep track of the like the the reporting march and the serial numbers on there. And when mm-hmm. I see like this box car that I've seen before, and there's like a fresh piece on it, uh, I'll look back through my photos and I'll see like what what was under that. Like, oh, really? So you, yeah, you I take do. it that that serious. Well, yeah. Sometimes because I see. Um, these uh, boxcars, these like McLeod River Railway boxcars, they're like white and they have like a like a little bear with a mountain on them, and they get a lot of attention from writers. And there's only I I mean I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm guessing there's only like 30 of them out there. So whenever I see a new piece on those, I I usually look through my photos and I'm seeing like like what was under that, like because hmm. there's I know there's on some of those there's like like four layers like there's been like four different pieces on there like all on top of each other and yeah they get a lot of attention so that's like one example of one of the cars that i i usually try to see what's underneath because a lot of times writers will go over uh other writers because it's just it's such a like unique unique looking car Hmm, that's interesting have you ever noticed someone not as good go over something better Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that does kind of suck sometimes. But I mean, at least I guess at least I got a flick of it, so I can like look back and see what it used to look like. No, yeah, that's pretty cool. Never, never thought of it that way. Uh, coming from a venture's yeah. point of view, anyway. But uh, if anybody uh-huh. would know numbers and and you know certain markings of cars, I, I'm sure it is you guys because that's what you're. Uh, doing you're actually taking pictures that you know i'm sure you zoom in to check certain things out or to spot certain things uh mm-hmm. i don't know if all writers do that I, I know there's a lot of writers that are sick like that uh me personally uh-huh. no not really you know but then again uh there's certain preferences to to what you do you know i i personally uh-huh. i personally prefer uh, you know, quantity over quality, uh, not in a bad okay. way. You know, like sometimes don't, don't get me wrong. I know writers that'll fix their shit and they spend so much time on that panel. And I'm like, uh-huh. yo, dude, who gives a fuck? It? You got a drip in there. Nobody's going to see that drip. You know, when that train's uh-huh. driving through, you know, and people take pictures of it, it, you know, Okay, nobody's perfect. I mean, we're not Picasso, obviously. You know, you're going to have your windy days that, uh, 
your outline isn't as clean. You're going to have a, a can that's not cooperating, a cap that ain't spraying right, that you'll get overspray or and you don't you don't fix it or whatever the case is. Remember, people, uh-huh. it's graffiti. It's not. Uh, it's not it's not a, a paid for advertisement that needs to be perfect like digital. You know, it's it is spray paint. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. You know, to to yeah. the people that uh, are anal, okay, good, good for you. Like me personally, if there's a drip, I don't give a fuck. You know, if I if I there's <laughs> been times I've missed a 3D. You know, and I notice it like way uh-huh. the fuck later and it's like, you know, the train's been gone. And you're like, oh well, you know, shit happens. Uh-huh. And and I'm sure like yeah. pictures that you catch that there's no outlines on it. You know, did the guy really run out of paint or was he fucking chased? Did the train pull out? Yeah. Y- you'll never know, you know, unless you're the guy doing it. There's been plenty of times the train pulled out on me, you know, and then the fucking the dot hasn't been outlined or the fucking the bottom of the fucking uh, I hasn't been done, or any other letter for that fact. And uh, uh-huh. if you speak to any writer out there, I'm sure 90% of them went through the same scenario. You know? Uh-huh. I mean, just recently, you know, we're doing a panel, and uh, we're like fucking, oh shit, you know, fucking you, the train's coming in, fucking all of a sudden you hear boom, and your fucking train jolts, and now you're fucking hiding under. Yeah. The, now you're hiding under the next fucking car, waiting for them to fucking pull oh, yeah. out, hoping that they'll keep it there and you could wait it out. But this times that yeah. train just fucking takes off, <laughs> you know. And that that's that's crazy, you know. There's times that uh, you know on the other side, you know, two lines over, you know, trains fucking going through, you know. So. My my thing is is you know I get a kick out of the helicopters. It's like are these motherfuckers really flying over the yard to see if somebody's painting or rubbing? <laughs> so what do you do? Yeah, you go up me anyway. I go under the car. They're like, what are you crazy? How about uh-huh. if it rolls? Well, listen, before it rolls, you gotta the train's gotta move. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh-huh. When they connect, that train is fucking like boom. So yeah, you'll know if it's yours. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Shit, I hear yeah. a fucking buzzer going off. What the fuck is that? <laughs> so, you know, there's so many fucking different things going on. It's kind of fucking crazy at the same time, but it's all fun. You know, of course, it's all fun in games till someone gets hurt. You know, because you do have some fucking yeah. uh, horrific stories out there as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. me personally, I don't like hearing about, you know, people getting hurt doing that shit. You know, whether you know them or not. Uh, it's just, yeah. you know, it, it's just uh, part part of what you do. But uh, it, it yeah. is scary at, at times, you know, like you're not expecting uh, to see that light walking down the fucking track, you know, or you, yeah, you hear I the can, motor. Yeah, I can only imagine what that's like. Oh, yeah, because now you got to you gotta figure out where the fuck you're going to go. Uh, you know, is yeah. this guy going to see you? There's so many fucking things that run through your head. But like I said, the, the easy part is painting. It's getting in and getting out. You know, that's the hardest part. You know, and uh-huh. even when you're in your car, you know, you, you could pull off and boom, you get pulled over. You know, so it's always, yeah. it's always, you know, a few minutes after that, that you're far enough that you know ain't nobody following you. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, <clears throat> it yeah, is I crazy. Think- 
I think that's so so unique how you know graffiti writers are there risking their freedom they're spending a lot of money on paint and you know putting in all this work for like for what really I mean I don't know it's just really cool that they dedicate like that much towards something that I mean could be taken away they won't get that much yeah I mean yeah it's just I, I personally I could never never do what a lot of the writers are doing like putting in that much like effort into all your pieces risking your freedom like i could never do that right. i don't know that's one of the things that's so cool about graffiti is you'll see like these amazing pieces of artwork and they're doing that illegally like there's just so much more to like graffiti on a wall that's done illegally or graffiti on like a train like they're not just doing it on a canvas in the in the comfort of their own home you know what i'm saying like there's just so much more behind to it. it. Yeah, I think absolutely. That's like really interesting. Yep. I mean, there, there's 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 a lot of uh, guys out there that that do such phenomenal shit on trains. Uh, to oh, yeah. name To name one. To name one. I gotta shout him out. Five gallon. This guy does oh, yeah. these huge productions, and you know, I. I don't know. I, I, I call him an artist, to be honest with you. You know, yeah, it is graffiti, but this guy goes there and um, just goes ballistic, you know, size. And, you know, he he has so many reposts. If you go on his page, it, it, it's great. Yeah. I mean, I've interviewed him, and I love yeah. his stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I give him a right. lot of credit for doing what he does. You know, I thank people like that. You know, to uh, yeah, I've I've you know I've caught a couple of his pieces mm -hmm. before. They're really they're really something. Yeah, they are, and it's like wow. You know, here's here's this guy. You know, very humble. You know, if you ever heard his interview, great fucking guy. You know, and um, oh yeah, no, I listen to that. Yeah, he's just, I think, uh, how, how would I even how would I even say it? I I think he's like really far advanced to technique because hey listen you know a monkey okay fine a monkey's a monkey right but yeah. the way it's detailed and remember a panel of freight you know it's it's it has the door it has the ribs you know there's so many factors into it that here's this guy five gallon putting up these these monkeys right and all the other things he does and it's like it, it comes to life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, yeah. you know, like you said, you know, wow, the risk. And yeah, when you really think about it, yeah, we all put our asses out on the line. But there's those handful of guys that do that extra that I really yeah. tip my hat to uh, people like uh, you. And, uh, for sure. You know, and, and to the benches, you know, I really respect what you do. I respect what you do being 16 because I remember I was even uh -huh. telling my wife, I was like, do you believe this guy actually said, well, I'm cool with doing the interview, but is it okay because I'm only 16? I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, you know what? For you being 16, I remember telling you for you being 16, you're definitely going to be on a fucking show because I definitely want to talk to you. So I, I thought it was fucking great. 
and it really yeah. blew my fucking mind. It really did. And I thank you for doing yeah. what you do. And whoever listens to this interview that, you know, doesn't follow you, follow them. And the people that do follow you that know a little more about you now, you know, I hope they yeah. send you that DM saying, oh, shit, dude, yo, keep going. Because that's the advice I got for you. Keep doing what you do. Enjoy what yeah. you do. And learn as much as you can. Hey, the next uh -huh. time you're on the show, maybe you got some different, you know, views you know, different uh, experiences, because like I say all the time, yeah. you know, just because I interview you, you know, you got my number. You could always fucking shoot the shit with me. You could always DM me. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm going anywhere. I'm not blocking you once the, the interview is done. You yeah. Know? So like I said before, the, 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 the best thing about this culture is how you could learn about it through the eyes of other people. And uh, that yeah. you can't take away from anybody. You know, like, I can't uh -huh. take away your experience from you. You've done it. You know, you're living it. You're putting the work into it. And, you know, who am I to judge? I just, like I said, I enjoy the questions, the answers, the conversation in general, uh, the knowledge being put out on the podcast. And hopefully people do take, uh, you know, uh, notice on on certain interviews for certain things because like I said uh -huh. I could I could interview another bencher you know next week and he'll have totally different views is he right no oh, yeah. is he wrong no you know it's it's just that great where you could get uh, a Dr Jekyll and a Mr Hyde you know out of this and respect every point of view from everyone you talk to. Uh -huh. So, I mean, that's my take on it. Yeah. No, yeah. Like I said before, like, I don't know, it's just like a really interesting hobby to sort of get into because you can, I mean, you can, you can bench like so many different places. Like there's, you know, there's train tracks like, like everywhere around the United States. There's like so many different lines and everything like. I don't know. That's cool. Like when I go on vacation, if I go, I don't know, to like Michigan or something, I can look around for lines there and I can bench there and I'll catch different stuff than I do here. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's well, just that's just like painting really... in a different yard. You'll see different yeah. shit. You know, it's the same thing. Uh -huh. You know, it, it yeah. is. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Any last words? Any shout outs? Ooh. Um, uh, don't tell me you don't have shout outs. Uh, gee, I'm, I mean, I'm probably going to, like, forget a bunch of people, but... Well, that's part of it, man. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to um, the people or my friends who get the drone footage uh, for my channel. Shout out to, like, everyone who watches my videos. Like, you don't... I don't care if you like it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to subscribe. Just, like, watching it. It's just cool, like, hearing all the feedback, like, whether it's good or bad, like... So shout out to everyone who watched my videos. Shout out to my friends on the drones. Like, I don't know. I I, I would list more names, but like, I'm just gonna forget too many people. But yeah, just shout out to everyone who like follows my page, watches my videos, all that. Ah, uh, it's great. Oh, that sounds good to me, man. With that being said, to everyone out there, tune into the Alski Show each and every Sunday on Spotify, on Anchor FM, and plenty of other platforms. Be sure to go follow Rail Animal. 
16 years old, people. That, to me, is fabulous. And uh, not to blow up your age, but you should be proud of what you do. I'm proud of you for doing what you're doing at that age. And, uh, you know, be safe, people. With that being said, uh, another one under the belt. And uh, Mr. Rail Animal, uh, please keep in touch and keep doing what yeah, you're doing. Do. I thank you for all you do. All yeah, right, brother? Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Anytime, man. It was thank an you. honor. We'll talk soon. See ya. Yeah, all right, brother. You have a good one. All right, people. To me, that was pretty fucking, pretty fucking cool. 16 years old, videos on YouTube, uh, explaining the short line, the long line, and everything else about it. Uh, once again, thank you to uh, all you listeners out there. Uh, special thanks to... Uh, my Ohio boys uh, for hosting me last weekend. Uh, graffiti family is the best. Shout out to all my brothers. Uh, my Neck, Hotel, S. Boar, Hazer, Funny Bones, You Dig, Beers, uh, Fixer. God damn, man, we were so deep. And uh, for all that no, that fucking moat, could go fuck itself because the only thing it was missing was a fucking alligator <laughs> all right people tune in peace <laughs>